Hi, this is Carol Miller, and welcome to our Get the Let Out calendar. 55 years ago, on October 1st, 1963, 17-year-old John Paul Jones joined what he considers, quote, his first major band. Five years before Led Zeppelin, Jones took a stint playing bass for Jet Harris and Tony Meehan. Jet and Tony had just topped the UK charts with Diamonds, the first number one single to feature guitarist Jimmy Page. Says Jones, quote, Jet was with the Jet Blacks. I walked up to him on Archer Street and I asked him if he needed a bass player. He said, no, I don't, but they do, pointing me towards the Jet Blacks. He was leaving them, so I auditioned and joined up. Later, he heard about me, swapped his bass player for me, and I went on the road with them, unquote. On October 2nd, 1972, Led Zeppelin's second tour of Japan began with the opening concerts at the Budokan in Tokyo. They had some newly written songs to introduce for the very first time. This is a new one of the new album. At the moment, we ain't got no title for it. We just call it Zep. But as much as they'd like to believe that song remains the same, Robert Plant's voice was showing signs of change. Fifty years ago, on October 3rd, 1968, Led Zeppelin were in the process of having their debut album recorded in London. There were a lot of cover songs and some credited to the band that drew outside inspiration. But there's no disputing the originality of Communication Breakdown, no matter how it came about. John Paul Jones says... Communication Breakdown, uh, that was another original. I think that happened in the studio. I don't know who started it. I'm sure Bonzo had something to do with it, knowing the, the pace of it. <laughs> it was done in the studio. Definitely done in the studio. And if you ask Jimmy Page... I had very clear ideas of the material that I wanted to do. And I'd written, I'd written Communication Breakdown. Fifty years ago, on October 4th, 1968, Led Zeppelin played their very first show in England, where they were billed in Newcastle as the Yardbirds. Their supporting act was Terry Reid, who some months earlier had turned down an opportunity to join the group, but then wisely recommended Robert Plant. Meanwhile, on the same night as Zeppelin's earliest UK gig, the British band Cream performed in Oakland, California, kicking off what was billed as their farewell tour of the US. Before the breakup of Cream, Eric Clapton's three-piece band, the final U.S. show was in November of 68, and Led Zeppelin arrived in the U.S. in December. On October 5, 1972, Led Zeppelin's second tour of Japan reached the Nagoya Public Hall. After a full show, on this tour, they normally played Immigrant Song as an encore. Tonight, however, they led into a version of Thank You with an extended keyboard solo from John Paul Jones, who just happened to slip in some traditional Japanese music. What you heard Jones playing there was a popular century-old piece called Sakura Sakura. The title is Japanese for Cherry Blossoms. Fifty years ago, around October 8th, 1968, the future Zep rockers, recording as the Yardbirds, made efficient use of their studio time 
at Olympic Sound Studios. Manager Peter Grant and producer Jimmy Page were paying by the hour. Jimmy says they already had song arrangements worked out ahead of time. The first album took about 30, 36 hours. Obviously it wasn't to go in the studio and work for 36 hours, it was over a period. But when it was all added up, it was an amount of time. I mean, I knew by the studio bill. <laughs> but we had, we had actually um, played these numbers um, live because there were a few dates to fulfill from the uh, Yardbirds. And we went over and fulfilled those and uh, went in and recorded and then of course we changed the name. 50 years ago, around October 9th, 1968, Led Zeppelin were in the midst of recording their debut album. For Robert Plant, this Chicago blues cover stands out. On Led Zeppelin 1, there's I Can't Quit You Babe, which is written by Willie Dixon, originally performed by Otis Rush, was a great experiment. It allowed the band to perform and for the personality of the band to come through. And at the same time, it did justice to the original recording. <laughs> by Otis Rush was from 12 years earlier in 1956. On October 10th, 1969, Led Zeppelin played in Paris with a French radio station recording but not airing the concert at that time. The tape went into storage and was never aired anywhere until 2007, just days before Led Zeppelin's reunion concert in London. And now, this Paris show is on the bonus disc of the Led Zeppelin 1 reissue. Zeppelin were in France for this one show only, after touring the Netherlands for about a week. The same week, plans were scrapped to visit Sweden. Fifty years ago, on October 11, 1968, Robert Plant took part in his first ever recording session for the BBC, and it wasn't even with Led Zeppelin. He was playing harmonica for guitarist and radio personality Alexis Corner on his music show, Rhythm and Blues. Robert had performed live with Alexis during the summer before Jimmy Page came around. Ultimately, Robert did return to Alexis Rhythm and Blues five months later, playing harp with Led Zeppelin. ago, on October 12, 1978, the members of Led Zeppelin were one day away from rehearsing for the second time all year. Their time off came when Robert Plant lost his son. It took John Bonham's intervening to encourage Robert to participate again. Rehearsals at Easy Hire Studios resulted in songs for their new album, as well as another song that was essentially Zeppelin's take on punk rock. This is Carol Miller. Thanks for getting the let out. Check back next week for another Get the Let Out Calendar podcast.